Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Wednesday edition, a wild, wild day in the NFL at the quarterback position. We're going to take a look at the Russell Wilson trade. What does it mean for the Denver Broncos? Where do the Seahawks go next? We're also going to look at Aaron Rodgers' news. He finally makes his decision, and we take a little bit of a trip down memory lane. Kind of some shenanigans here when it comes to the Rodgers subject. Also going to take a look around some other quarterback rumors in the NFL. We've got the good, the bad, and the ugly. Kyler Murray's behavior is a little bit puzzling, and the great Petros Papadakis stops by. All of it is yours. Two pros and a cup of joe on a Wednesday, Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, rock, man. Come on. Yeah. What's that? Base kick. Base kick. <laughs> yeah. Base kick. There it is. Come on. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. We will be uh, catching up here with uh, Brady Quinn shortly. Base uh, kick is sure, the original, uh, right? That's that's really what it is, right? Base kick? A base trigger oh, is what that is. Oh, that's yeah. the original is base trigger. Yeah, base trigger. Oh, nice. It's where... To add a little oomph to the uh, to the bass drum, which is the the rhythm portion of the drums, it's a oh, and it kind of wow. rattles the speakers. Oh. It's a fun little uh, little studio uh, thing they do. Bass trigger, yeah, bass trigger, oh. yeah, a little something. You Welcome know? back, Berto. By yeah. the way, you know, yeah, Berto's back. Baby. Nice to have you here. Yeah. I appreciate you having the TV turned around. You know, That's a- <laughs> not, not for us. Appreciate that, you selfish son, of bitch. Uh, yeah, so we have uh, we got a lot. To- <laughs> hey, let me just say this: That's as wild of a two-hour quarterback stretch in uh, in the NFL as far as off-season goes that I Did can you recall. Like it? Were you entertained? Good God! It's the off-season. They said, "Yeah, oh, okay, good right. God." Talk about other sports, please, yes. and thank you for your response. <laughs> they say, oh, "Okay." Yeah. By the way, if you're the NBA or your college basketball. Basketball, you're looking like, come on, man, can we just get a bite at the apple? Can just we get something? Bit. Just just give us a little bit of something so we can have a, a conversation here. Now, we are going to, uh, because people have been tweeting uh, and hitting us up about it, uh, we are going to, uh, coming up in about uh, 20 minutes from now, we have got receipts from this show. People we, have been tweeting about yeah, it? Yeah, they, oh, uh, they, they remember uh, some on-air disagreements and heated discussions about the Aaron Rodgers situation. And so, Were they uh, heated? Yeah, yeah, I think things got a little bit heated from uh, from time to time. Did uh, they really? Yeah, they did on this show. And uh, so all the way from back in August, we've got some stuff that we are going I mean, to you know, uh, me and Brady unveil. love a nice, cool little exchange here and there. You yeah. know, we're brothers. Well, listen, I mean, it uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun to take a trip down memory lane <laughs> all the way back to uh, to August. That's a long this time. This has it been is. a long time. It has been. Uh, now it's um, been a long time coming for me. Yeah, yeah it, okay. it certainly has been. Uh, yes. Now the uh, the Russell Wilson uh, aspect. I'm of not things. a poor winner, though. Okay. However, I am a poor loser. Okay. I mean, well, listen. Right. Uh, I, I think uh, I think all that's going to be uh, be cleared up here in about. Uh, I'm 20 a horrible minutes winner. Yeah. I'm a horrible winner. Well, 
we, but but I'm a very very poor loser. Well, we will not uh, we will not ruin the uh, the unveiling of that uh, right. again. A trip down memory lane uh, to a heated back and forth on the Aaron Rodgers why, saga why back in August. It just it is what it is. No, here, it's just here, how we communicate here is here is the uh, the one that uh, I think a lot of people did not expect maybe to happen as fast as it did. Uh, Russell Wilson, he gone. Is, um, is Denver considered the West? Is that the West? But division-wise. Yeah. yeah. It is the West, right? Yeah. So he was telling y'all he was coming West. I like it out West, and I cannot lie. Y'all know the brother can't deny. <laughs> when I need a team, I say I'm going West. And it, where'd he end up at? Uh, uh, but uh, the Denver I mean, Broncos. Technically, he went East, though. From, from where, where he's he at. Yeah. Yeah. But he stayed West. Right? Uh, yeah. But I just wanted to make sure I cleared up that he was telling us that he wanted to stay West. And ended up in what is it that the Mountain West? Well, don't worry. No, about I mean, just it. just the West. Yeah, it's just yeah. the West. Okay. The West division wise. Okay. I mean, but I, I mean, I know divisional, but I'm just saying, geographically speaking. Yeah, it's Mountain Time. Mountain. Yeah. Okay. So it's not um, but totally uh, you know, it's it's weird because we were talking about this a couple of days ago, where Pete Carroll and John Schneider and these guys were like, "Man, we have no intention of trading Russ," and uh, they turned down a trade offer from the Washington Commandos. Yes, we know it's Commanders. Uh, 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 the Washington uh, Commandos uh, uh, that reportedly uh, had more uh, more to, uh, to to offer the Seattle Seahawks, but uh, you know, they, and people looked at that and said, "Well, I guess Russ is going to be staying put." And we said it two days ago on the show that's not what it meant it just meant they were slow playing it to wait for other things to go down and see what was going to happen on the Aaron Rodgers front and away we go uh the Denver Broncos land themselves another future Hall of Fame quarterback via trade uh first it was Elway then it was Peyton Manning and now uh Brady Quinn uh, your guy Russell Wilson Mr. Mr. Unlimited is all the way uh you know hanging out uh, at mile high how about that uh, we talked about this earlier in the week like the the two dates as far as when the dominoes would fall would be after Aaron Rodgers Rodgers made his decision that happened yesterday and then shortly thereafter you know you see George Payton for the Denver Broncos act swiftly I mean he he look this sort of stuff was sort of come out of the combine in regards to the structure of whether it was a Rodgers trade going somewhere else or Wilson or even Watson I mean as crazy as that might sound to people out there a lot of teams, whether whether rubbing shoulders or bumping shoulders in Indianapolis, were looking at the framework of what would be a, a trade for Deshaun Watson once things get cleared up from a criminal perspective. Now, this Friday is a big date for that. There's there's going to be, uh, I, I believe, there's a, a it's not a public trial or anything like that. It's like a public subpoena where the grand jury decides whether or not to move forward with the case. They could outright throw it out this Friday, depending on the testimony. And if that criminal case gets thrown out, there's a lot less concern by teams looking to trade for Watson. And so you should look for that to heat up depending on the decision Friday. And so this is all a product of and, – and George Payton can say whatever he wants. The second Aaron Rodgers said no, that's when they moved on. They had to wait until he decided to, to stay in Green Bay before he was going to move on to Russell Wilson. They got him. Uh, talked to someone within a front office yesterday who you know may have been interested in a guy like Russell Wilson, and his response was, seems like a lot in, in compensation for Russell Wilson, uh, obviously all pending a physical. And my response to him was, well, the price of winning is high. So <laughs> I, that's, that's how it works. But I, I find the interesting thing about this is it didn't improve drastically their overall chances of wins, 
winning the division or clinching a playoff spot. Like if I was to tell you guys they have less than a 50% chance of making the playoffs, even with Russell Wilson, how would that hit you? It seems I wouldn't wrong. be well. I I wouldn't say I, it seems wrong. I would be okay with it. I, okay. I, I think it's. I tell you this. That is one hundred percent the sexiest division to watch. Even more so oh, now, God. far and away. Yeah. I, if if you're if you're telling me I get to see the him go up against him and Pat go twice a year. I, I mean, come on. I mean, Herbert uh, Carr. Wow. Wow. I, I, I'm. I got excited, like, dang, like, that's going to be fun to watch. Like, can you imagine watching those duels? Like, if it's Aaron Rodgers, it's like, wow. It's it's like you, you feel the same – well, I would have felt the same excitement in terms of quarterback duels. But, man, for some strange reason, I get excited to think that Russell Wilson being in Denver, it makes it, – it made this division – like it was pretty sexy before – it's super ridiculously far and away sexier now. Why Why is there the feeling that it was too much for Russell Wilson? I mean, just looking at uh, – so it's NFC West. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I mean, guess. Um, I mean, what was the toughest division in football last year? It You'd was supposed to be the NFC West. West. Yeah. I mean, the NFC West sent three teams to, to the playoffs. But as far as, like, the comp coming back to, to the Seattle Seahawks, whether it's Drew Locke, Noah Fant, uh, Shelby Harris, two first, uh, including the number nine this year, two seconds, uh, uh, which is the and number 40 round. pick, and then a fifth. Yeah. Why, why is that considered too much for a guy who's a future Hall of Famer who, look, I know he was banged up last year, but before he got injured, he was. it's not like he was. there was a decline in his play, was there? Like that, That's why I'm, I'm surprised why people look at, that would say that this is too much for a guy like Russell. Wilson. Well, it, it, it surprised me a little bit too, only because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you give up in order to get him if it works. Yeah, right. If Denver wins the Super Bowl, are we ever going to talk about again the fact that it was what eight players for Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick? Th- that's what obviously Denver got in exchange: Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick. Yeah, and and look at the players that they moved on from. Drew Locke, they were done. They were done. They were done. There was, there was no sense in keeping Drew Locke on that roster. Give him a fresh start somewhere else. Seattle can kick the tires on him for a year. So be it. Uh, Noah Pham, good player. Do they ultimately really need him that much? Probably not. They've got Albert O. They've got some other pieces. This is a, a tight end class. They'll be able to find some depth there. I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't get Trey McBride at some point in this draft. Kid out of Colorado State, close to home there. It makes some sense. Um, you know, you look at... Shelby Harris, who I think is one of the more underrated uh, d- defensive tackles. They'll list him as a defense DN because he plays a five technique and a three four, but he plays more as a three technique. So he's a great fit in Seattle's scheme and what they do. Um, but he, you know, he's to me a bigger loss than I think people are, are acknowledging. I, I think the interesting thing about you know what's been given up is, are, are we expecting the Denver Broncos to crater now and these picks to be? Anywhere in the mid-teens, I think they're going to be in the back half, back third of the first round or of the second round. Like, that's the problem with, with, you know, giving away these picks. It's like, well, Denver's going to be successful now. I think they're projected based on the sports line projections to win at least nine games, right? So they'll be at least nine and eight, have a winning record. I'm a little more bullish on them. I think they could be a nine win, 10 win, 11 win, somewhere in there in a really tough division. But I look at it and go, I, I don't think it's that much considering what actual draft picks you are giving up, especially in the future if you win. And then on top of that, 
it doesn't matter if you win. Like, if the Broncos go on a playoff run and, and win, and even if they lose in the Super Bowl, a year from now we're all going, it was worth it. Worth it. Was 100%. it not? It was 100% worth it. We're having that same conversation right now about the Rams. Yeah. Right? And, and, yeah. and at the end of the day, uh, Seattle did what they needed to do as well because they are now in full, you know, all-out rebuild. You got to rebuild it, and they've needed to rebuild it. And if this was the time, if there were a better time to try to start to rebuild with some of the pieces that you have in place to give yourself the opportunity to possibly, are you going to sign back some of these guys that you have on the team? You know, mainly guys like DK and and uh, Tyler Lockett. What are you going to do with them? Are you going to keep them? Are you working to to put a piece in place for them? This is the time to do it right now. So, go ahead. ahead. Well, I was going to say, the Pete Carroll-Russell Wilson relationship just seemed odd. After last season. After that last offseason. Like, just based on all the reports, the rumors went out there. Because you remember, man, uh, Russell Wilson's agent going rogue with those uh, those four teams he wanted to go to, uh, that Russell Wilson said, no, that's not true. The fact that his agent would just do that on his own. Man, just reckless uh, work by his agent there. And then you had Pete Carroll comment afterwards. They were at training camp together, and they made sure to get on the mic together and let everybody know it's all good. But you got to go a little bit backwards and and talk about how they called in the question that Pete Carroll doesn't have to answer to anyone. So there were moments where there were there weren't receipts connected to some of the things that were being said, but they were getting put out there for the public to consume. Yeah. And it just made you feel as though this was a relationship that was indeed wrapping up. So, I mean, he made it very clear his his whether it was coming direct in terms of Russ and and the feeling of talking to mayors of New Orleans or whatever it may have been, <laughs> he was making it very clear that he would be okay getting up out of there. So, I, I mean, again, it, it seemed like it was the perfect timing. And, and, and actually, to me, I think a win for both teams. I don't think any team lost in this trade. If you you know from my my estimation, I have a question for you guys because Brady, you played in Denver, obviously. Lavar, did you ever play in Denver? Play a game I've in Denver? Played there, yes. Okay. All right. So here's the question. Owned this it. Is, they I, paid me rent that day. And in fact, I would actually I would say that this is the most important question uh, surrounding the Russell Wilson trade to the Denver Broncos mm. because it's at mile high. How will his pregame solo two minute warning affect his cardio during the actual game? I think he'll, he'll. There will be film and footage that comes about that shows he does it in the off season, okay. just to make sure Very that good. that he's ready to go when on, the season gets on, here on horseback because it's Denver. You it's, know, so, it, okay. it's possible. It might Very be a mini. Good. It might be a My Little Mini Pony. Okay, know? that's okay. good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. I don't even know what that is. I don't either. I really don't. Like a show, like a show pony. I just wanted to make it purple with with green hair and you know. Uh, they do okay. have uh, they do have a lady that rides a horse out there. They do. <laughs> they, they do. do. They? they do. Yeah. yeah I'm not, and I'm not. I'm not talking about shotgun willies either. Oh, okay. So there's, there's chaps for our, on for our Denver crowd. We may be tuning in right now. There's, yeah. there's one in Tijuana too. Yeah. Uh, oh, is, uh, we're brought to you. One in our inbox too. The hell is that? Uh, who the was donkey. that, Roberto? Is that a, an actual the donkey? The biggest donkey of all. Coop. Uh, all right. That, oh, was that, wow. oh, that was Justin Cooper doing a donkey impression. Yes. Can we hear that again? Man, that's really Coop doing yeah, that. That's, that's Coop doing that. The star of that's liar liar. Yeah, the star of liar liar impersonating a donkey. How about that? Wow. Who knew? That's an impressive donkey. That's pretty good. One <laughs> sure. more time. Let's get one more time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's impressive. It is. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Uh, we are brought to you by Discover. <laughs> Oh, Real? wow. The, the oh, South wow. Carolina that mascot. Me, that yeah. gave right, me a visual. Good. That was me. Uh, it is that our, was you? <laughs> two yeah. pros and a cup of joe brought to you yeah. by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. All right, it's coming up next. Uh, this is the moment many people have been waiting for. We have got receipts that date all the way back to August. A heated back and forth Stop. on what is going Going to happen with Aaron Rodgers, and we will relive it all for you next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of you Joe. You thought I was going to say it? I really was too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is that dude Vito? Can sing, though. Is that Vito singing? Yeah. No, man. <laughs> This dude ah, can ah, sing, though. Ah, ah, I'll ah, say that much, ah. man. Sam Smith? Sam that is not Sam Smith. It's Sam Smith, dude. This isn't a spoof? That's really Sam Smith That's Sam it? Smith. Yeah, that's right. the singer, yeah. yeah. Who the hell is Sam? I know who can he I, is. It just doesn't sound like isn't him. Isn't Sam Smith an NBA writer? Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, it's a this common singer, name. Though. Yeah. Um, can, I, can I tell you? So I went to a concert one time. My wife wanted to go see uh, Sam Smith in L.A. And so we go there. And I, I'd never, like, seen anything. I heard a couple of his songs. It's like, oh, that dude's talented and all that. We get there. He was unbelievable. Like, maybe the best voice of anyone I've ever seen live, ever. Oh, wow. Like, that, that talented. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, listen, I mean. Uh, Who else have you seen? Wow. Uh, I mean, my first concert was John Cicada. Oh, wow. <laughs> my, my, parents took, my parents couldn't find a babysitter. God bless them. What, did you lose a bag? And no, they took all three of us to this really nice ballroom when we were young because they couldn't find a sitter, and they wanted to go see John Cicada. So they, we, they literally plopped us in these nice, like, velvet, like, old ballroom chairs, and we all passed out listening to John Cicada. <laughs> like, we were out, man. That concert started at eight. I don't think we left that place till like ten thirty, eleven. We were. I, that's the my very first memories of a concert. Wow. They was up in there jamming. What was your oh, first, they were. What was your first concert? First concert. Well, you know, we 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 used to watch uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire on. Oh uh, yeah. On television, HBO was our concert, and and my parents' bedroom was was the you know concert. First hall. live one though. That first was our. One. That was my live concert. Okay. Growing up. Like, but like when you got older, like first live concert. In oh, person. like when I got older, yeah. In I would, I would not. I know I saw Big Pun and Biggie Smalls in concert. How oh, about yeah, that? Big Pun. How about they're both gone now? Uh, I mean, yeah. both legends. Uh, both were overweight. Mine was the Cure. So oh, there's okay. that. No, there is that's, that. That's I'm sorry, the what? Uh, the Cure. Uh, fun, uh, fun place to go if uh, you know you're not wearing black. It's very, uh, and you don't wear eyeliner as a guy. It's, well, uh, I, I, little, I, so little th- this was one of my observations too at the Sam Smith concert was like, obviously Alicia and I go, and we were like one of the only like heterosexual couples around us, which I, w- I was like unaware at that time, and I was like, oh, okay. But like it was it was it was just interesting taking it all in because he touches on so many different, 
you know, people and all that that were there. I, I think giggity, it was giggity, at, giggity, giggity. The, was it the Greek theater or the one that's outside? I forget. Yeah, that that's the where Greek I, or Hollywood Bowl. The that, Hollywood Bowl. That's where I saw. That's where I saw the Cure. Yeah, Greek theater, uh, Verizon okay. Amphitheater. Get them to the Greek. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get them to the Greek. Yeah, that's a nice venue, man. Yeah, nice. you you and I went to the Greek theater. How about that, Brady? You Quinn, and I. Different times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Good time. Uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up, fifteen minutes from now, there's some rumors circulating about a former number one pick in the NFL. We will get to all that for you here uh, on FSR. All right. So, all right. So back in August, before this show was even officially announced, uh, one of the heated debates in the back and forth was about Aaron Rodgers and what his plans are going to be uh, next season. Why is he an instigator, um, though? Oh, well, no, You're such an instigator. I'm try, I'm try, I just want to set the table the on heated, this. The heated debate. For, for people that were not here at <laughs> the time. Heated. Were they heated? Yeah, they were heated. For people that weren't here at the Look, time. Berto's face is like, no, they, they were heated. I just want to okay. set I want to set the table. So like for, they were for people that were not here that uh, that it felt you know a little bit awkward a little bit uncomfortable at the time and so uh, we were waiting to see how the Aaron Rodgers thing was going to play out and so I'm not trying to bring up any bad stuff or cause a problem between Brady and LeVar oh, but go. Uh, let's go all the way back a little trip down memory lane to <laughs> August of 2021 oh, when the discussion was Aaron Rodgers future LaVar, look, I'm telling you right now, I think next year Aaron Rodgers comes back to the Green Bay Packers. I know you disagree. I know you think he's going to retire or go elsewhere. But I'm just telling you, I got a feeling he's coming back to the Packers. Brady Quinn, take a bow. That is is so well done. So well done. What you think, LeVar? That is What so you good. think? Yeah. You're playing checkers. We playing chess over here, LeVar. I gotta admit, I, I we playing chess over here, LeVar. Yeah. I, I gotta tell you guys, I, I thought he was leaving Green Bay. Uh, I mean, there we go. I'm just glad the debate is over. You know what I mean? We can move. Oh, that's great. It's a wonderful that day. Great. That might be the best one right there. That, that's pretty good. I'm like, wait, hold on. I, I don't recall yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. A little discount Great double job. check Great. all the way that, from. That uh, was very confrontational. Uh, I, I like it. Very good. Very good. So, uh, yeah, we were uh, expecting that uh, Aaron Rodgers was uh, going to make a decision per, at some I mean, point. I, I mean, I can't believe you guys didn't put my production up there of all my inside information that was saying that there was zero chance that he was coming back to Green uh, Bay. Well, listen you know? to me. You know what? Time constraints. Uh, I, I, gotcha. tell you. I mean, I can uh, tell you definitively. <laughs> last year was a different story than what this year was. Yeah. But yeah, um, I just right. know that the end result was the end result. That's that's, and I'm glad you got it right, Brady. That's 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 all. That's all I could go with is I'm just glad. I'm glad you were there. I mean, uh, I might have been a little bit off. You know? <laughs> we had to. Uh, I mean, you could clearly tell that was all the way from back in August. Yeah. No, no post production <laughs> no. from like a couple nothing. weeks ago. Nothing yeah, at nothing. all. No. Uh, nothing at all. Uh, dope. Maybe we'll reveal the uh, behind the scenes as to how that worked. Uh, it was nearly uh, ruined uh, because uh, we were not expecting LeVar to walk in the studio when Brady was <laughs> recording that. <laughs> <laughs> what, this morning? No, no. It was, no, like, no, it was no, a couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. Oh, okay. So you never walk in the production studio. And so... 
uh, we were putting this together and oh. Brady's recording it during one of the breaks and all of a sudden you just randomly walk back there right at that time when huh. you never go to the studio. I was and, up on it, huh? And Roberto and, and Lee are like, oh, hold on, hold on. Like you just see him panicking <laughs> <laughs> because we thought the whole bit was going to be ruined. But uh, Very you know, good, guys. Congrats, LeVar. Uh, you did call your shot uh, back Very in August. Good. You said Aaron Rodgers was coming back. I really could care less. Uh, it does. I really could. <laughs> it does I really could care less. <laughs> I am not basing. I'm not basing anything off of what Aaron uh, Rodgers does. The, the you know connected to my greatness. I, I like to live in it by myself. You know what I mean? uh, now here's the. Uh, we were seeing some stuff out there that he was getting a quote unquote four year, two hundred million dollar deal. Now Rodgers has disputed that claim. I think it was uh, Ian Rappaport who came out with that. So what the hell is the contract going to look like? Because if it's if it's not that, but he they are adding years on. How is this whole thing going to look? Because it does feel like a lot of this was predicated on, I got to make sure Devontae Adams is back in some capacity, and we got to make sure this whole thing uh, you know, fits nicely, uh, and then we figure out the finances afterwards, as far as Aaron Rodgers goes. Yeah, the, the first thing was they had to extend it to a length that would limit his cap hit, because he was, I think, $47 million roughly or approximately against the cap this year. So... One of the reasons why there, there's a bit of confusion over what the, the numbers are going to be or the final numbers is, is he, it's going to be a longer contract than he's going to actually play. So, for example, he doesn't want to play four years. And this thing could actually end up looking like a five-year deal where they take whatever it was, because he's going into the last year of his deal, whatever it was going to be this year and tag on another four years to spread out the signing bonus and his compensation that he's really going to receive over the next two. And then similar to what we saw with Drew Brees, and one of the reasons why the Saints are in cap hell right now, you know, you'll see voidable years on the end of it. So if he retires after a year or two, um, you know, yes, they have to absorb that hit on the books from the signing bonus, but whatever his salary is would just go away. And, and, and that would come off of the books. So, that's why they're still trying to figure out the structure of it. They're doing it in unison with Devontae Adams, who they placed the franchise tag on yesterday, and they're trying to work in coordination to ensure he gets the deal that's structured so he's compensated for what he really should be as one of the best wide receivers in the game, but also it gives him the freedom or potential out for him to leave after two or three years um, so he can go play somewhere else if, if he doesn't want to stay in Green Bay once Aaron Rodgers retires. So that's kind of where we are with this whole contract negotiation, how everything's working out right now. The details should come out later on, but uh, they'll, they'll look somewhere, again, a contract that the length of it is a little longer than what he will actually end up playing. It puts Green Bay in a, an excellent pole position to, to try to negotiate and convince people to do what needs to be done in order to try to keep this team together. They're right there. I mean, if you if you paid attention, this team is right there, and they're consistently right there. And if 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 you're looking at it from the standpoint of what what it took and what what the conversations are in order for Aaron Rodgers to be returning, you got to believe that it's based upon them having a, a conversation and an idea that they're closer to winning a Super Bowl than not. And and that would be a major you know piece of it, I, I would assume, for Aaron Rodgers. I think it would be a major piece for the rest of the people that are going to have to be a part of all of this working out in order to keep some of the guys that you need to keep. 
and still feel confident about where you are with with some of the guys that you're going to have to move on from. So, uh, you know, for him to do it now and not not drag it out any longer than this says to me that one he's he is committed to winning. Two that that now they have the ability to to really look at what they want to possibly do in free agency um leading up to uh, the draft. So this this to me puts Green Bay in an excellent position even with the the challenges that they have to have your the ability to say Aaron is coming back now. I mean, he told y'all in the beginning, I, y'all didn't use that sound bite, but <laughs> he told y'all in the beginning <laughs> that people come to Green Bay not for Green Bay, not for cheese, um not for Lambeau Field. They come to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. And now that you're able to say that you have Aaron coming back, I think that a lot of things will fall into place for uh, Green Bay moving forward this offseason. I mean, he's uh, just – I want. when did this change? Like, when did it all of a sudden become he realized this is the place he wanted to be? Because Denver making, this, making the move for Russell Wilson so soon after Aaron Rodgers made his decision – like, do NFL trades actually come together that quick, or did Denver get the inkling over the weekend or in Indianapolis at the combine? Long. It does not take long to get a deal done. That's when, a lot. When of, you want to get a deal done, deals get done. It doesn't a, take long. That's a lot of compensation, though, for to just spin it back in ninety minutes and and get a deal done. In like fact, that. in fact, sometimes if a deal like the, you know the term they say, if you think long, you think wrong. A lot of times in deals that take place in trades, they're 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 quick because you don't want to have all that time to think about like, man, am I making the right decision giving away all of these draft picks? Or what Should we be giving away this guy? When you think about those things for too long, you can always poke holes in, in why you shouldn't give up your draft picks, especially if you're a team that builds through the draft. But, man, this was the right decisions. You know, these this, this is so far you are seeing – Maybe there's there's some there's some real entertainment um, value to what's taking place, but so far so good in terms of the 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 winners of what's taking place. I don't see any losers yet. I haven't right. seen a loss. Right. Yeah. So. so I think what ended up happening. This is almost like in a relationship when someone's hurt by the other, like someone cheats on the other, right? And let's just call Jordan Love, where Brian Gutenkunst, for example, kind of cheated on Aaron Rodgers. Went behind his back, didn't tell him, didn't forewarn him, traded up to take him in the first round. And, and so I keep going back to that because whether or not anyone wanted to admit publicly that Jordan Love was the linchpin or what started this whole process, he was. If Jordan Love isn't there, there's no time clock on when Aaron Rodgers is going to leave Green Bay. But the second he got there, it was like, oh, okay, we've seen this story before with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Eventually, they're going to move on from Rodgers. And so it's probably twofold. You know, maybe Jordan Love hasn't impressed them enough to make them feel like they could. And maybe he'll never play as a Green Bay Packer, as far as a starting quarterback, honestly, um, or at least one that is going to be the guy or viewed as the guy. But but I think things started to change after the season uh, for a couple of reasons. One, when Tom Brady retired, Sean Payton steps down as the head coach of the Saints. You know, you're kind of looking at that and going, okay, hold on for a second. That's the Saints. That's the Bucks. Those are two pretty good teams in the NFC. Jimmy G thinks he's going to be gone, traded elsewhere. You got transition in San Francisco. 
Uh, now you're looking at the Rams and saying, can they really repeat? Like, when's the last time we saw a team win back-to-back years in the Super Bowl? Seems pretty unlikely. And then you're looking at the Seahawks trading away Russell Wilson. You're going, okay, hold on for a second. Maybe my clearest path now looking at all of this, and granted, Russell happened afterwards, but they had an idea of how things would, would work. Maybe this clearest path actually is staying in the NFC much clearer than what it would be in the AFC. And that on top of Tom Clements. Once the team hired back Tom Clements and Aaron Rodgers had a conversation with him, their relationship is so close where Tom Clements wouldn't come back and just coach for anyone or wouldn't come back to that position unless Aaron Rodgers was coming back. Like he wouldn't do that to him and vice versa. So the second they hired Tom Clements, it was a done deal. They had, they had everything building the momentum to be able to sign Aaron Rodgers and appease him and make him happy. Uh, it, shouldn't be, it shouldn't be underestimated how big that hiring was and bringing back a guy who really didn't need to come back and coach if he didn't want to. But he's doing this to be with Aaron for the final couple of years of his career. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, interesting uh, selection of uh, movies in the uh, studio here. <laughs> Roberto's back, everybody. Uh, he is back. <laughs> Man, uh, that is... Uh, <laughs> Pulp Fiction, great movie, man. Yeah, Pulp Fiction, yeah. It's that part of Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that scene. Uh, yeah. Starring Stephen Hibbert. Yeah, yeah. stay ahead of Zed. Uh, all right, uh, coming up next, uh, we have got rumors about a former number one pick Woo! in the NFL. Hey! We're- <laughs> yeah. Woo! <laughs> you are a class act. Come on! Oh, rumors about a former number one pick in the NFL. We'll have that for you next year on FSR. Come on. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. Let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever get your podcast from two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio lavar arrington brady quinn jonas knox with you here on fsr coming up top of next hour a little over 10 minutes from now we will continue to take a closer look at the huge day in the nfl uh, a ton of implications based on those two moves yesterday we'll have that for you here a little over 10 minutes from now i uh, want to let you know we are brought to you by discover and if you're a valued customer you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company and that's why discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year discover exceptionally common sense learn more at discover com slash match limitations apply sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it and for that we turn it over to our executive producer lee lap you guys in case you missed it yesterday we said uh the washington commandos are gonna have to ante up for a quarterback if they didn't get to aaron Rodgers. well uh 
rumor has it they are eyeing Jameis Winston, who's coming off of a torn ACL. Hmm. Well, that's a... I'm not even going to touch that. What do you mean? It's not even touchable. Why? Does he... Uh, Why not? Maybe... I, I, I would just say from a PR standpoint, him and Deshaun Watson, I'd maybe stay away from if I was Washington. I would Based assume on, they're uh, going to, it's yeah. going to be Trubisky in Washington. Well, it's just what uh, I keep hearing. Reports are that I guess the Giants are looking to sign him. Yeah, yeah. big competition. Yeah, that's the most recent one, Trubisky and Daniel Jones, going to be the I, big I just, competition. Uh, there. Here's what I don't understand with that. Not to get off completely the tangent of the Commandos, but I mean, I you just put all your weight. Your owner comes out, backs Daniel Jones. You know, people talk about Daniel Jones, and it's like, all right, then let him be the guy. If you're bringing in a free agent, and I guess a guy in Mitchell Trubisky who, you guys tell me, it's it's Jameis, it's Mitchell, like, aren't those the top two free agent quarterbacks? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so now you're bringing in a guy where the first, second, that Daniel Jones has a bad game, everyone's clamoring for Trubisky, which is ironic because wasn't Trubisky in this exact scenario in Chicago? Yes. Yeah. It's like... It's it's the vicious cycle that I just feel like teams don't get. Like you can't dip your toe in the water when you make decisions. You got to jump in. Like you just you got to make a full fledged decision that like hey this is going to be our guy come hell or high water if it doesn't work out we'll move on after the season. I I never understand this. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little weird. Uh, and also, I mean, I, I don't buy the. The, uh, there's so many uh, teams out there that are clamoring for Mitch Trubisky that all of a sudden, I just, I mean, come on, he, he sat for a year. So, like, it, it's, it's not like he went somewhere and played well, and then all of a sudden, I mean, he sat for a year. Maybe maybe this is just because Brian Dayball was in uh, New uh, in Buffalo, Buffalo and Trubisky was the backup there, and so people are just trying to do the mix and match game. But I just, I, I don't buy that there's that many teams that are, you know, all jumping to get Mitch Trubisky. Well, that would be why he would go to New York. I mean, that makes a whole lot of sense. You know, you get your guy, but I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of hoping he goes to to Washington. But if he ends up going to New York, then you'd have to assume that Washington is crossing their fingers and their toes, uh, <laughs> foreshadowing, right? Uh, that that uh, Deshaun Watson doesn't doesn't have a bad showing on Friday. What else we got, Lee? You guys, in case you missed it, Deion Sanders revealed in a teaser for his uh, web series Coach Prime that surgeons amputated his big toe and second toe on the left foot after he was hospitalized for blood clots. Oh. Yeah, sad, man. That's rough. Uh, man. I'm going to have to give my boy a call. Uh, I, I wish him well. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Uh, that's that. That's, man, hope he bounces back from that. Because he, he had, we were talking about this a week ago. I mean, he ago. will bounce back from it. I mean, he's prime. Yeah. We were talking about this last week. You uh, did. You did bring it up. Because that, that was a thing to where they've been doing this documentary and there was some conversation that uh, that amputation was a real possibility because he had infections and all this stuff. And then to find out, because he, he had foot issues. Yeah. Oh, like, he had during turf his career. Toe. Yeah. It was bad, too. It was really bad. And he was able to make it through. And that's why people always pointed out on TV when you saw him do studio work you know even nicest suit possible he always had shoes that looked like they were too big for him because he did his foot was so mangled that it was uncomfortable for him to wear dress shoes yeah. so he would wear these you know try and go the comfortable route so Man. but uh what what a uh greatest db in nfl history uh he's Dion? one the greatest yeah. athlete maybe athlete yeah, DB, I mean, whatever yeah yeah he was awesome i mean he's top five greatest players yeah 
He's awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, All right, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. More out of a busy day in the NFL coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 